0: Exploring the power of the right mindset and creating a healthy and fulfilling life. You're listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast with Imogen Harris.
1: Well, hello, hello, hello. We are back again for another episode, another Q&A for the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast. I have again got my kind, lovely... Father with me, Christopher, hello. Hey. Helping navigate some of these questions because I like to go on a tangent so he keeps me from blabbering on for about three and a half hours. Well, I try. Yeah, so we are today, I don't even know what we're talking about. He's got all the questions ready to go and he's going to shoot me with a blind eye. I
0: do. Today we are talking relationships Ooh, uh, are because obviously this is something that I think you get asked quite a bit about on, on your socials and, and even just from a, a well-being standpoint and a, a prep standpoint as well. So we are talking, as I said, relationships, but long distance as well and prepping in a relationship because you've done all of that especially in the last sort of 18 months it's been a bit of a a roller coaster ride so so let, let's get straight into it with okay. the, the, the question that you seem to get the most <laughs> mm, what's that is do you have a partner
1: i do have a partner yes his name is tristan um we've been together for a hot minute now he's still here god bless his soul <laughs> don't know how but yeah, yes no um, we also yes did long distance obviously i was in victoria living um, and he was in Brisbane, and obviously I did the commute and moved up to the Gold Coast, not just to be with him, obviously, but that was a huge contributing factor. Um, but we also met through, obviously, Rob, and something clicked, and now the poor bloke stuck with me.
0: Poor bloke is that uh, right term to use there, but uh, <laughs> long distance, let's start with that. How do you navigate that long distance, especially when you're such a busy person. and I assume Tristan's probably just as busy because yes. it is a very similar lifestyle. So how do you navigate that?
1: I think it was definitely a learning. I'd never been in a long distance relationship, nor has, I don't think he had been in a long distance relationship. And especially having that, I guess, what you would call honeymoon phase over FaceTime and over calls and texts can be a little bit hard. Obviously I was in prep at that point as well. You know, I think it's navigating not just what you Need, but also what the other person needs and how you can kind of meet that middle but I think as well I was very independent I not that I was anti-relationships uh don't laugh but I was very set in my own ways and at that point I had no interest of being with someone at that point and obviously it just happened and so I had to obviously learn not only to not be by myself anymore, but to try and navigate that without being with them in the flesh, which I definitely think was a good thing in the beginning. It helped me ease the pressure off myself to constantly be you know, giving and giving when I was in a prep, quite depleted, um, obviously quite time restricted in terms of what I had to give to that competition prep. But also being with someone who understood that and accepted that and knew that's what he was getting himself into, kept that communication up and definitely made it thrive.
0: Well, the, you mentioned the prep stuff there as well. How does how does being a prep impact a relationship, whether whether it's long distance or not? Obviously, there's a lot of impact on a relationship in, in that period.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's very, you need to have that conversation with your partner. I think realistically, I don't think if your partner doesn't agree or not even agree, but encourage or want the best for you, whether that's competing or any aspect of, you know, what you want out of life, if they don't necessarily align with that, then, you know, Maybe communication something that needs to be done, but um, I definitely think you know, especially come peak week. Mind you, that the first time we really spent time that year together, he had to experience me in peak week, and I was not a nice person to be around. Peak, I wouldn't say not a nice (laughs) person to be around, but I. I was quite mute, and that's something that I can we can all have a laugh about it now between Emma, Ali, Tristan, and myself, and probably my roommates as well. But I was definitely quite high maintenance in the sense of I like to stress about a lot of things. But um,
0: only high maintenance during pre- yeah, in that week, well, you reckon? Is, be, that, is that really be, what you reckon? Okay, it could be the whole time we'll go
1: with that. Yeah, well, uh, it's fine. He he loves me for that, <laughs> so that's fine. But he. Uh, Tristan was very, and is very patient, but also allowed me to learn balance and learn how to go with the flow. I guess you would say, as I was quite a time rigid person, obviously being in a prep, you have to get a certain amount of things done in a day, um, which he was so understanding. But even if it's a five minute call just to say, Hey, hope you had a good day. I know you're lashing or you're in between clients or whatever, or you're on the stepper," but just letting you know, that I'm thinking of you goes a long way. So I definitely think when you've got self doubt and you've got that person there, even if it's a, a sentence saying, "Hey, you're doing well," it goes such a long way.
0: You sort of lucked out in the fact that your partner is into the bodybuilding yes. scene as well, and you, you know you've got that support there. But what if it goes the other way and you have a partner that isn't into bodybuilding? Maybe you've you've been doing this for a while and you've met someone that doesn't understand the lifestyle or you are starting the lifestyle, you're already in a relationship, but you're starting a lifestyle and they're coming along for the ride as you start it.
1: I definitely think it doesn't matter if it's a romantic relationship or any relationship in capacity, you know, they don't necessarily have to understand what you're doing or why you're doing it, but they need to support you. And I think they don't have to be weighing out their, their rice with your rice. It's like, I've been to so many family events with a red Tupperware container and I've had absolutely no questions asked. I've been- Oh, uh, we all
0: love you. Behind
1: I, you definitely do. But I know that you support me and I've been so lucky that- not once have I ever been judged or questioned by anyone whether that would be Tristan whether that would be friends whether that would be family even Par goes can I steal some of that I know you've tracked it <laughs> but can I steal some of it and look the only person that I'll allow some of the food to be eaten is Ali so um, other than that they know hands off but I think it's important to you know give a little bit of context and go okay this is why I'm doing it yeah you might not want to do it too but you're not forcing them to do it like they don't have to get into heels and pose or they don't have to go train. But if that's what makes you happy and makes you passionate and you know drives you, as long as you've got a supportive network, it makes all the difference. I definitely couldn't have done my prep without a supportive network. So surround yourself by people who, even though they might not understand it and you know they might not have chicken, rice and veg and train arms three times a week, they still are there to support you when you need it.
0: I well, think. when you say that, I think of when our mother started – Losing weight, yes, and and was tracking everything, and and she she's got more into uh, a lifestyle now, which is what we talked about in the yeah. previous podcast, uh, previous Q and A episode. But when she was first starting, and she was tracking every gram, and she was doing everything to make sure she was doing the right things, our stepdad John was right behind her, and, and even like sharing in that as well. Even though it, he has the no further it's further thing away from him, and he, he has no idea, but he was. Fully supportive of that, which is great. Honestly, to see when you've got someone like that.
1: If you can get yourself a man that weighs out your wheat bix, your <laughs> almond milk, uh-huh. and your coffee, and tells you how many grams of strawberries and writes it down on a piece of paper, you marry that man. Because my stepdad, honestly, sh- she is treated so damn well. And yeah, the fact is, he has no idea. He doesn't care. He doesn't track food, but he also adapted his lifestyle, tried to make healthier choices yep. to suit and to help make her process easier as she had, you know, for health reasons had to obviously change some of her dieting Mm. choices. So, um, might not do the same thing, but to understand and acknowledge and, you know, try and help where he can like hats off to him, honestly.
0: Well, you said back there as well, just going back a little bit, you said, you know, not just if your partner isn't into this thing, but friends and family as well. And we talked about that going back to the long distance stuff. Obviously we've touched on what it was like in a, in a romantic relationship, long distance, but, for you as well making that trek up north starting completely fresh like yeah you know most of your friends and, and family well, all of your friends and family at that point apart from your your housemates were and, and rob were here in victoria
1: yeah 100 percent. i think even prior to moving um to the gold coast from victoria i'd met some of my now like best friends through social media i know emma and i Became best friends over Coles no sugar dark chocolate and some miscalculated um, pasta that was in the fresh food section. So I think social media is such a beautiful thing if you allow it to be. I think it's perspective on anything. If you if you give that positive energy, it will come back to you. And I'm so fixated on the sense that like alignment is so there and so present in so many aspects. And yeah, like I had met for example, yeah, Emma, I met her for the first time at her show um, and then the second time at my show. (laughs) And then I think the third time or in between that, it was her wedding, which I attended and we'd only met realistically twice. So to have those friendships that will be with me forever and that's over social media, it just shows like long distance, it's achievable, whether whatever friendship that is or relationship capacity that is, if you put in the energy and the effort that you get back, it can work in any format.
0: And that's one thing I'm glad you brought up social media because it is something we'll, we'll do a full episode on social media at some point as well. And the, and the pros and the cons, because there are, as we know, there's lots of cons, cons with social media. There's lots of trolls, there's lots of bullying, there's lots of really, really negative stuff. And I think the, the last three years, especially have shown, you know, the, the negative side There can be some cruel people that, that out there. Be. But it also can be an amazing thing. It, it's a, there's a reason it's taken over the world like it 100%. has, and that's you know you say that. I've got friends that I met when I was traveling Europe eight years and you're ago. Still in
1: contact with them now. That I'm
0: still in regular contact with. You know, I, I've got a friend that I spent one day with in Italy. I spent the day with her, her sister, and her mum for one day. We did a tour. <laughs> did a tour of the Leaning Tower that's of Pisa. Crazy, isn't it? And we talk all the time.
1: It's just, it doesn't matter if you've met them once or a million times, it's the connection mm. that you have with that person and the energy that comes with that. I'm such a strong believer in give the energy that people give to you and fixate your energy on the ones that care and that give you that positive light. Like there's people, I remember, you know, there was a and a that I did a couple of weeks ago and it was anonymous and you know how people can be over anonymous. And I got some pretty harsh comments, whether that was about my weight you know, whether that's about my relationship. But at the end of the day, I'm in control of how that affects me, not them. So, it's it's how you take that is up to you.
0: So, I have a question on the, the anonymous mm. stuff because I've seen a little and, – and it's a I bit going on we there. We are going to have a, a social media episode down the track. But that anonymous stuff, and I've seen a lot of people doing it on, on Instagram especially, why – like you, you can do Q and A's as, as we've seen on here, you can do Q and A's where people can post your questions and you're seeing who's sending those questions. What's the allure to you of doing an anonymous one like that? Great question. Cause it does really. open the flood. It does. Too. It does.
1: And I think sometimes, you know, we put ourselves in these positions and then we realize maybe that probably wasn't the best idea. And I know <laughs> like, for example, I do know some of those questions. I'll wholeheartedly admit it. They got to me, but then I'm also like, okay, image and you put yourself in that position Mm um and you know people are saying these anonymously for a reason obviously there's things that they probably need to work on and that's their own journey um but again you know there was a split second i was like okay you're having a bit of a sook here you've actually done that to yourself so it's taking a step back and acknowledging sometimes you just don't put yourself in situations where you can potentially, you know, get yourself upset, which is definitely something that I've learned from that and will take note for future. Um, and I know a couple of friends had the same situation where, you know, they got asked some questions where it made them question not just themselves but some situations they were in. And, you know, don't allow people to dictate how you feel or how you perceive things. I think that's a huge one. Your you have your own set of eyes for a reason and your own ears. You choose to listen and to hear things that you believe and Again, they're anonymous. They're irrelevant. It's
0: fine. But there's a reason they're asking it when you're putting it on. Exactly. Like if they wanted to ask you that,
1: you can say it either through a message. So, yeah, I think it's all about perspective. And if you choose to let that get to you, um, just don't put yourself in that position, which is something that I've had to learn. And that's fine.
0: Well, that's actually, you know what you said, use the word perspective there. And I think that's a good... Term to describe this entire episode of uh, perspective of whether it is a long distance relationship or you know friends and family and supporting each other through prep. Yeah, it's, it does all come down to perspective.
1: Hundred percent. I mean, I was very adamant that yeah, again, I didn't want to do a relationship at the at the beginning of last year, and that prep was my time, and I had no time for anyone else. And and next minute, I didn't know i had affection but i somehow do (laughs) and that's fine but again i allowed myself to open up that avenue and if i didn't have an open perspective and an open you know view on what things could be then i wouldn't have a partner and i probably wouldn't have half the friendships that i do so it's allowing yourself to you know learn and have these new experiences that you may not have previously
0: 100 percent. well that wraps up Sure
1: sure it does so if you've got any more questions there is a question box up and there will be more to come but other than that i hope you have an amazing night or morning wherever you are and we'll chat soon
0: you've been listening to the unstoppable mindset podcast a creative media production